Welcome to the Within You podcast. I'm your host and wellness big sis, Rebecca Lee. My mission is to help guide and empower you to grow into the best, most authentic version of you so that living and feeling your best life becomes effortless. Here on the Within You podcast, we will be diving deep on all things wellness, mindset tips, motivation, and living an overall holistic, healthy lifestyle. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of self-development, where a positive mindset and holistic wellness come together. Now, let's get into the episode, but before we do, don't forget that it all starts within you. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you decided to tune in for today's episode with May. It's going to be a fantastic chat on all things astrology. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know that I will be hosting a special 2024 intention setting and visualization workshop. So I have two time slots available, one on January 2nd and one on the 3rd. We are going to be getting together via Zoom. We are going to intention set together. I will lead you through a visualization meditation and teach you a visualization technique so you can really start off 2024 as this highest, best version of you and really step into that now and really start off the new year on a good foot and on the right energy. So we'll also do a little bit of vision boarding and I'll teach you my exact techniques and tricks and tactics that I do every single year my ritual for the new year to really make sure that I'm manifesting, attracting, and becoming the best version of myself to really become and do and achieve the things that I want for the new year. So the link to sign up for that is in the show show notes. I would sign up sooner rather than later because I'm going to try to keep the class or like the workshop a little bit more intimate. So we're not going to have too many spots and we do have a discounted price now. Price will be going up next week. So make sure to sign up now in advance for the new year. So I'm sending lots of love. Let me know if you have any questions about it and let's dive into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you decided to tune in for today's episode because today we have an amazing guest with us. May, please say hi Hi. to the audience. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Of course. I'm so excited to bring you on because I've been wanting to do an astrology episode for so long now. I can't believe I've been doing my podcast for over two years and haven't even talked about astrology once. So I'm so happy to bring you on with your astrology expertise. Yay. Let's get right into it. Amazing. You know, I've been following you on TikTok for like years now. Really? By the way. Yeah. You're funny. You're cute. Thank you. (laughs) Literally years because I'm like, oh my God, this girl knows so much about astrology. So I was like, we got to bring her on the pod. We got to talk about astrology because I feel like you break it down in such like an approachable and almost kind of like modern way to the point where I feel like anyone can receive it and understand how to use that information. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it's amazing. I feel like we got to keep up with the times (laughs) and because astrology goes way back. It's such an ancient study. Right. That you got to make it make sense for like right here right now and like what's going on yeah. with the energies and yeah 100% no I totally agree so I'm just kind of curious because I don't even think we've talked about this yet just a little bit about your background and 
how you even got into astrology. So if you could tell the audience just a little bit about yourself. I mean, my mom got me into it originally. She was always just like asking people what their sign is Mm. and like making decisions based off that. (laughs) And I just like grew up ever since I was like 15 years old. I would go to school, ask all my friends, like, what your sign is. I'd remember people's sign and, like, not their name. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, like, an obsession. And I feel like as of two years ago or three years ago, I didn't know that I could make it a career Mm. because, like, TikTok wasn't, like, a thing. And it, it was just such a, like, hobby and love of mine. So I went to, like, fashion school for college and I, like, you know, was so, like, lost, but it was always, like, right there in front of me mm. in a way, you know? So it was just, like, a passion and hobby of mine for years and years and years. And, yeah, I mean, everyone just knew me as the astrology girl and, like, oh, she'll ask you what your sign is and, like, <laughs> the, like be careful, like, whatever. I don't even know. But, like, Stuff like that. It was just always a part of me in my life. And growing up, it was just always around. So I kind of one-upped my mom and actually, like, took it really seriously. And Mm. now I teach her rather than her teaching me. And it's just really fun to have, like, someone in the fam that, like, understands my language. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it really is, like, another language if you think about it. No, it is. I love that you said you were always lost, but it was always in front of you. It was. Like, and I feel so powerful. A hundred percent. And I feel like that's for every single person. If you're listening to this, think about the things that are right in front of you rather than focusing on like, oh, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? It's just like you're here and it's like everything around you is your purpose. And it's yes. Like, I don't know. I just really feel like that has helped ground me lately yeah and we see where we go we just take it with us you know like i love that yeah did you take any like courses or online learnings like how did you actually learn more about astrology um i feel like everything that i know as of right now first i'll never stop studying astrology like i think i'll never like know enough and there's just every day even to this day i wake up with like a new itch for learning astrology and yeah and I and there's just so much to uncover and so many different like aspects to it but I think like all of my everything that I know is through my studies of like books Mm. YouTube videos like astrology gurus from like way back which are like they're like 50 60 years old like 70 years old now and I used to watch them like growing up 15 year old me like 16 year old me And I still do to this day, like they still post content on YouTube and I'm just always listening to see what they have to talk about now. And yeah, I feel like I learn most from like other people and studying books, reading. Wow. Yeah. Just staying curious. Yeah. Like I feel like I always give that piece of advice to people when they, you know, come to me and say, oh, they're so interested in wellness or health and they want advice on a career path in it and I'm like the best thing you can do is just to stay curious keep learning because I had no idea that I was going to end up doing what I'm doing now there was not a plan in place it was more so I was curious about health and wellness so I started learning more and discovering more and sharing more and becoming this like wealth of knowledge that people could come to and I feel like it was the same for you with astrology absolutely Okay, I'm curious, like, if there was something about astrology that 
made you gravitate more towards it? Like, what is your favorite thing, would you say, about astrology? I think it really got me to know me a Mm. lot better. Um, I feel like every single sign has its, like, positive and negative traits and learning both kind of like made my Libra moon feel happy (laughs) because I could like balance and be like oh like Aquarius is detached and like maybe unemotional like let me like there's a situation if there's a situation in my life where I have the option to either show emotions to the people that love me or just like stay detached and then like not put that effort into my relationships and my friendships with people like which route am I going to take and because I have like a lot of Scorpio energy in my chart as well it's like am I going to self-destruct or am I going to like try to build and continue with like what I have going rather than like I don't know it's just always like me trying to like be a better me using this information and like Mm. acknowledging what is like happening and 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 figuring out like which way I'm gonna go and I think that knowing is your biggest power like knowledge is power and just like knowing more about astrology knowing more about like the characteristics of your sign and like your chart and like everything that like pops up in life it it helps you maneuver it's like a guide it's like Mm. a map it's like it's the star's way of like protecting you yes but also like allowing you to just arrive at the best version of yourself Ooh, i love that helping you arrive at the best version of yourself (laughs) i feel like that is what gravitated me towards astrology in the first place was i started seeing astrology in a way of like oh i can understand myself better i can understand others better and i can understand maybe like our dynamics like me and my boyfriend at the time you know like seeing okay if his moon is like this and like how are we going to communicate our emotions effectively like looking at it from a perspective of more self-awareness and understanding and that's what i really love about astrology but i know some people can have such like a tainted view of it of like oh it's not real or it's fake news like (laughs) i know it's tough to like get your word out there and across from like so such like a wide like a lot of generate like past generations just like have this like misconception of astrology but i think a lot of like our generation like gen z millennials i think they're more open to the fact and that's really been fun and exciting yeah so that's great but also um I think anyone can learn astrology. I think anyone can can find an interest in it. And if it speaks to you, then it speaks to you. And if it doesn't, then it's just like not meant for you. And it's not that big of a deal. You'll right. find other ways in your life to like help guide you. And, and, you know, each person has their own. Yeah. But like I said, I think every single person can learn it and study it and your interpretation and the way you speak about it and the words mm. that formulate for you is what makes you your, your like an astrologer, like your own yeah. personal astrologer, like, and for to, to like be a guide to people and like to help and like know, like take your knowledge and use it as like a message for someone that needs to hear it and to uplift each other. And, you know, it's all like it's all like there for us. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. But everybody has their own way. There's not just like one way. They, that's why like to me, it's an art. And yeah. like the way you see the the map and the stars and the chart and your perception of things and your like 
um, the way you are attuned to the energies around you, how you communicate that to the world, to yourself, to the people around you, to your friends, your family, whatever, is what makes you you. Yeah, that's so true. That's a good point too. That the interpret there's so much to it that yeah. there's so many different interpretations. Right. So you kind of have to find what resonates with you. And a quick funny story was that I used to be the biggest astrology skeptic, like years and years and years ago. <laughs> really? Like not th- not the yeah. biggest, but I wasn't like into it. Yeah. And one day we had uh, one of our like family friends or someone distant that my mom knew, and she was staying at our house because she was passing through Chicago or something. And she was an astrologer. My mom was like, okay, because she's staying here, you know, we're letting her stay at her house. She's going to give free readings to you and um, your sisters. I'm like, why do I need a reading? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not interested. She's like, it's free. Just do it. Right. <laughs> and this was, I was in high school at the time. Like I was pretty young. And so I sit down with her. She talks me straight for like an hour. I don't say one word. And I'm like, how does she know all these things about me? <laughs> how does she know? Yeah. I was so shook. And ever since then I had such a completely different point of view on astrology so I guess to somebody who's listening who maybe doesn't fully believe it or thinks you know it can be bs or maybe their boyfriend thinks it's bs because I know a lot of women more think that it's cool (laughs) and there maybe guys are skeptic like what would you say to someone who is very skeptical about it um well I always use this and I probably always will so um I think that just how the sun gives us energy Like it makes the plants grow and the plants like do something and we have energy and like the moon makes the waters in the tides like move around and like it controls that. And we as humans are made up of like 70 percent of like body. I mean, water. Mm -hmm. And so like. Like just like how the sun affects us and the moon like affects the tides, I feel like how can't Mercury, like, how can't Venus, like, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it is all connected. We are all connected. And there has to be, like, like, some sort of, like, I I don't know. I I, Cosmic connection. Right, 100%. These things have power over the oceans. How can it not have some sort of effect on us? 100%. And also, like, everything with a grain of salt. Like, astrology Mm -hmm. and especially with, like, recent, like, things, I've noticed that never let astrology scare you. Like, I think that, like, knowing that regardless of what the stars say or the charts say, like, we have the power to change that because of, like, the way we perceive our world and our reality. Like, Mm -hmm. we control our reality. It's just, like, a nice, helpful push to get us, like, motivated going. It's all about the way you view it. Like, if you think Mercury retrograde is going to be the worst (laughs) three weeks of your life, then it probably will be. But if you're like, oh, Mercury retrograde, like, I can go back and revisit the things that I probably missed out on. And, like, maybe I didn't communicate, like, with somebody that needed my, like, communication. I'll get that fixed. Like... If you, it's all about the way we perceive things. It's right. all about the way we see it. And we can change the charts. And yeah. I like that. Because yeah. I feel like you can work with the energy. Absolutely. Instead of against it. Exactly. And it's, everything is working for us and not against us. It's always going to benefit us. So if someone listening wants to know more of like, I guess, how can I tangibly use astrology to better my life? Like what? would you recommend if you're like, okay, this is something you can look at now or something you can physically do, tangibly do to make, to improve your life, I guess, what would you tell them? I feel like always pay attention to your perception of things and and Mm -hmm. recognize like 
study start off by really studying like the pros and cons of your sign Mm. and really like like balance out the two and try to use that to your own power and notice where it's kind of like having an ego death learning about your your chart and like your Mm -hmm. sun sign and all of that stuff it's like okay maybe I'm not like a hundred percent perfect in that area of my life and I could be a little better by doing a b and c and using what I am good at yeah and so it's just like not everyone's perfect and we'll never get there like we'll always like there will be like positives and negatives to every situation in life but like I feel like starting off really try to look at your perception of things in a much more positive light mm-hmm. I think that's really helped me um, I like that moving forward especially because astrology could be like kind of it could get dark it could get right. scary and it could right. be like oh you're about to have like Pluto cross over <laughs> your moon like are you gonna be okay are you gonna yeah. survive that but that will bring you so much power and your emotional stability you know what I mean like it's yeah. all about like out like weighing the good and the bad I like that. Yeah. So maybe let's use me in, as an example, yeah. right? So I'm a Sag sun, yeah. Pisces moon, Scorpio rising, and I have a Capricorn stellium. We were talking a little bit about this before right. we started recording. <laughs> but like someone like me, right? I'm like, okay, here, here's my main placements. What can I do with that information, I guess? Like what – let's let's give it as an example, right? So I think having like a Capricorn style, first of all, Scorpio rising, like Mm -hmm. I think that that as a whole will bring you a lot of transformations in your life. Always. Yeah. (laughs) And it will like every, it's like almost like you've lived like multiple lives and like, who is that girl? I don't know her. Every day. (laughs) Every day. It's an issue. Yeah. But I think that your Capricorn stellium is really helping you ground yourself and in the Mm. third house of like social media. Mm -hmm. And I think that's giving you the power and determination determination to really like connect with followers and people online because the third house is all about the media and and like being social and um it's also the courage to speak the third house is communication and it's like skills and it's our it's mainly our courage and I think that having so many amazing planets just like boosting up your courage and your energy levels to like stand behind a camera and record yourself that is major yeah and your chart is really just blessing you with that and yeah oh that makes me feel good yeah (laughs) and then your moon's in your fifth house because you have a Pisces moon which is complementing your ascendant so your emotions and what you portray out there especially with like your intimate relationships are super like um what can I use like emo like I don't want to say emotional but like sensitive towards the people that you love Mm -hmm. and you put a lot of time and energy and care for your creative like like expression to this world and it's just it's Pisces in the fifth house is automatically to me is just like the most creative you could get because like Pisces and Leo energy I think is like it just oozes out creativity so anything you can do with that will really help like you feel good inside because the moon is our emotions and it's what we like feel Mm -hmm. and yeah I think having a Pisces moon like I told you earlier you can like feel the energies around you you can if someone's sad you're sad if someone's happy you're excited and happy for them and you're just like super um, in tune with the energies around you and yeah I think Pisces moons need to like recharge their batteries yeah. and, and be you know like 
like by themselves, I think meditation and spirituality mm. is something that you're going to feel called to do always. And I, yeah, I gravitate towards meditation so much. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I feel like boundaries is something I've really had to learn. Oh, yeah. In totally. my adult life because mm-hmm. I do pick up on other people's energies and feelings right. very easily. Right. So it's like learning how to set boundaries, which is isn't always easy. Which is all about the sign of Pisces. Yeah. They are here to set the boundaries because they, they have this like unconditional love factor where it's like, I don't care who you are, what you are, I love you anyways. Mm-hmm. And like, it's always like, it's like no matter, sometimes they get stabbed in the back and and they need to set those boundaries because like they'll, they, they're forgiving and they have this sort of like, everlasting love for the people around them oh my gosh i used to do that so hard in my previous relationships at least you know you can feel that much yeah can you imagine like (laughs) that's awesome yeah yeah true and i feel like my sag son balances it out a little bit too right your sag son is like okay i need to like not cry so much and go out like throw a party and like have fun with my friends because I cannot be in this room anymore (laughs) and travel yeah traveling of course always Crazy. I'm going to blame all my travel addictions to Sagittarius just needs to learn and always like they're they're the opposite of Gemini, which Mm. is your third their third house stellium. So you have this like Sag and sort of Gemini energy with a part of you. Mm. And so you're always going to be learning and you're always going to learn the most when you travel, especially. Yeah. And there's like this thing with people and the more social you are and the more you put yourself out there, the more like you'll feel all gushy mushy inside because it's like what what you love the most. Yeah. No, this is such good information because it yeah. helps you see like, okay, you know, maybe having some more boundaries with my Pisces moon, keeping that in mind, Sag sun, making sure I'm, you know, doing things that fill up my cup by learning and traveling 100%. and being with people, having the creativity thing and the third house. Yeah, all my Capricorn stellium yeah. in there. I remember I met with an astrologer and she was like, you should be on social media and have a podcast and be speaking. I'm like, that's so Mm -hmm. funny because I already do. Absolutely. (laughs) Yep. It's all about communications. I wouldn't be surprised if you um, like wrote a book. Yeah. So that should be in the books for you. Let's manifest that. (laughs) Yes. But I find that so interesting because I feel like people can really tap more into their purpose and like more of their soul in a sense by looking at their chart in that way. It's like a guide. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm good at that. You're right. I am good at that. Oh, I love to be there and be here. Yes, you're right. Like maybe I should do more of that and we'll see where it takes me. Mm. And that's why I love astrology. That is my ultimate like reason because it allows you to see a whole nother perspective of like purpose or just the things that you are just meant to be and what your soul is going to be gravitated towards the most yeah but regardless if you know astrology and if you know how to read your chart regardless of that I feel like we will always end up exactly where we need to be Mm -hmm. even if you looked at your map or not um so yeah life has a funny way of getting you there but it can be a little bit easier Exactly. If you tap into the clues. If you're someone that always wants to know why, when, who, (laughs) what, and you have this sort of like itch to just like ask the question why, astrology is for you. Are there any placements or things that people should like look out for for you're looking at somebody's chart, like something that 
you always look for to uncover something about a person? Like if there's one thing they could think about. Yeah, I mean, I always say that I think all of us or most of us should do a synastry chart before we get married. Ooh. Yeah. And synastry charts are everything to me. If I could talk about one thing for the rest of my life, it'd be a synastry chart. Let's hear more. It's when you take two charts together and you kind of put them on top of each other and you see what energies will take place within that relationship for you wow yeah so like not all marriages and relationships are going to be about lovey dovey romance it could also be like somebody coming into your life and like igniting your 10th house of career and that person could push you towards like really becoming a, a successful person and like an like a CEO of something. Right. So people come into our lives and they fill in their our houses and our chart with their planets and it activates that house for us. So if you don't know about the houses in astrology, that's like a whole nother topic for mm-hmm. a whole nother day. But <laughs> but there's that like that's the one thing I feel like if we want to watch out for or look out for, I think that synastry charts are the real deal and it's fun mm. to look at. Wow. Okay. I literally want to find a boyfriend now just to like <laughs> do a synastry chart. A hundred percent. And you can also see like sometimes we fight as couples and sometimes there is like life like shit hits the fan and right. we want to know how to deal with it so we can really like be able to see like what the best remedies are and how to like get through like a tough time within a relationship or a marriage through a synastry chart. Do you do one-on-ones? I do. Okay, good to know. Everyone yeah. listening who's yeah. like, okay, I want a synastry chart now because that's how I would feel if I was listening. Yeah. You do it. Okay, yes, great. We'll have the link to that in the show notes if you want a synastry chart or just a chart reading in general because there is so much that we could go into, but like we just literally don't have enough time yeah, <laughs> to I know. do it. It's, I could talk about it for days and days and hours. Where can people find, is there like a specific website or app you use that if people want to like look at their birth chart specifically or their placements? Yeah. So classic is astro.com. It's kind of like weird if you want to, if you're like a beginner and you're like maneuvering through it. So if you're really, really beginner, I would go to like Mm cafeastrology.com because they have like interpretations for you of what this might mean. Right. Like little snippets of like what it's like to have your moon in the fourth house or whatever. And so that's nice to like start with. There's astroseek.com. Personally, I use the app called Astro Gold. Um, It's just like a quick way for me to get charts going on my phone and just like in and out. And um, but yeah, those those websites I feel like are most popular. I feel like a lot of astrologers use them. And yeah. Quick thing that I want to touch on. I just thought of this. Yeah that I really love is astrocartography. Oh, yeah. And I don't think enough people know about this yet. Yep. Astrology will tell you where you should live. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. And I mean, tell us a little bit about what astrocartography yeah. is. It's kind of tough to really explain, but pretty much there's like, it's like a map of the world and our countries and lines of specific planetary energies cross over like certain cities and so it's nice to kind of see like um what planets are playing what part in what city for you you might feel gravitated towards like moving somewhere and you could have like your moon line cross over that place and it's like 
oh, that place might feel like home for you. And we're just always gravitated to go like visit a city or move mm-hmm. somewhere. And it's just like there's reasons for that. I feel like the energy is just like calling you. And so astrocartography could show you like what might play out for you. In a very broad sense, it's not super specific and there's not a lot of information on it out there. Um, so specific, like not so specific, broad um, interpretation of like the energies you might feel in a specific city in this mm. world. So moon sign is like home. What are what are a few other Venus, ones? Venus, you could find a lover there. Jupiter, you could um, feel really lucky. Um Pluto could be kind of disturbing. Chiron lines are about healing and meditation. You could find yourself like really healing your soul there. Mm. Um, Saturn lines are about work and no play. I have a Saturn line through LA. Oh, me too, girl. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And I have a Jupiter line through Costa Rica and I went for the first time in May. Oh my God. And as soon as I landed, I had like five new business opportunities. It was crazy. Yeah. It's abundance is just like going to catch catch up to you wherever your Jupiter line is, I find. Especially if you're Sagittarius, like Jupiter is your right lover. So you should always see what Jupiter is doing in your chart in general. You'll feel more attracted to Jupiter regardless just because you're a Sag. Yeah, so true. Each like sign has their own ruling planet. Right, right. And you can definitely find all that information online. Super, super yeah. like straightforward. But you can also find your astrocartography map online too yeah. pretty easily. yeah. Just like search up astrocartography and then plug in your information. I don't. Do you need a time for that? I don't even know. Maybe. You I probably don't know. do. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Find out your birth time. Yeah. <laughs> key. If you don't know yet. Key for everything. Astrology. Your birth time. <laughs> the way I found mine was so weird. Really. Yeah. Let me store it for another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, unfortunately, we're like getting kind of close to the end of time for today. But I wanted to wrap up the episode. With, I guess, if there was one or two key pieces of advice or wisdom, lessons, or even like spiritual practices or things that you feel called to sharing to really, you know, if there's one thing that a listener could get from the episode, one or two things, what would what would you say? Um, I think that if you're somebody that feels called to study astrology or live your life according to the moon phases and what's happening up there, then continue, like never stop, never stop studying, never stop um, trying to understand what all of it means, never stop talking to people about it. I think that the more you expand your knowledge on it, the more your understanding behind it will get. Mm -hmm. And then you can start making your own predictions and your own interpretations and you can become obsessed. And I love it. Yeah. And never let it like one year and out the other with a grain of salt. Like, don't forget that you have all the control in your life. You create your reality. You, you know, it's all a mindset thing. And if you feel called for this, if you feel ready for this, then it's for you. And if not, then no. Amazing. Amazing. You're right. It it really will find you yeah. in the right timing. At least I found that for myself. And yeah. it found me when I was going on my own spiritual journey, and my own self-awareness thing. And it was one part of it. It wasn't the whole picture. It's not like I live my life and breathe and die astrology, but right. I include it sometimes to, you know, yeah. make, make a little bit more sense of Absolutely. myself or the world or others. So 
Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Where can uh, the audience find you? Please plug Um, yourself. Yeah, just May Like the Month on Instagram or TikTok. You can DM me if you have any questions or yeah. Amazing. And we'll have a link if they wanted to book a one-on-one session with you in the show notes. And definitely check out, you know, her Instagram. Your TikTok's amazing. I'm telling you, I've been following you since like 2020. <laughs> Love Like you. the OG days online. So thank you. definitely check it out. Yeah. And thank you so much again for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course.